0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Package deal. Excess packaging creates millions of tons of waste each year. What can China do about this problem? Text and photography by <laughs> Chu Si. Illustrations by Xi Da he, additional photographs from V.C.G., published in The World of Chinese, read to you by Cliff Larson. The cardboard box sits half empty, filled with eight 125-gram cups of yogurt on foam trays spaced two finger widths apart. Each is crowned with a thick, plastic blue dome, supposedly a tribute to the seaside architecture of Santorino Greece that can be fixed to the bottom of the cup as a base, turning it into a goblet that instantly unlocks a sense of ceremony for the yogurt eater, according to the description on the label a winner of the prestigious if design award in germany in 2021 this new product packaging unveiled by ambrosial a popular chinese greek yogurt brand has elicited a mix of unintended emotions among ordinary consumers speechlessness confusion and anger a forum on social media platform doban called pissed off by over-packaging, dedicated two posts to it. One of the 23 comments reads, other examples of excessive packaging either look pretty or protect the product. This does neither. It's nuts. Another states, it looks like an effing toilet plunger, unquote the 12126 members of the doban forum have compiled an excess packaging hall of shame kumquats in individual plastic wrappers nuts swaddled in two redundant layers of paper bags 3 meters of bubble wrap protecting a roll of correction tape and mooncakes from china's mid-autumn festival a product notorious for overpackaging that are each placed in a plastic tray, encased in a clear plastic shell, put in individual paper boxes, and sold in batches of four in a flamboyant red and gold hard case lined with foam. In 2020, annual household waste in China's cities soared to 235 million metric tons, among which packaging waste makes up 30 to 40 percent, noted Chen Hongjun, Deputy Director of China's State Administration for Market Regulation, S-A-M-R, during a press conference in September 2021 announcing new updates to national standards introduced in 2009 to curb excessive packaging in foods and cosmetics. There are more serious consequences of overpackaging than exasperated consumers. When we throw out the packaging, It's not like it gets taken away by a little fairy and disappears. Alice Chen, a 22-year-old researcher at a think tank focused on green finance, tells The World of Chinese, It has to end up somewhere. That somewhere, as noted by a 2020 The World of Chinese article that investigated the impact of mismanaged waste on rural China, could be contaminated streams in villages. It could be, a Guangdong landfill that collapsed and killed 73 people in 2015. Or it could end up in incinerators around the country that have failed to meet China's emission standards, which are already 10 times as lenient as the U.S. standard when it comes to dioxins. China's fast-growing e-commerce and delivery sectors have brought more demand and more problems for packaging. According to a 2009 report by Greenpeace and Plastic Free China, in 2018 alone, express delivery in China generated 9.4 million metric tons of packaging, consisting mostly of cardboard boxes, plastic bags, tapes, paper slips, and cushioning material. That number is projected to grow to 41.3 million. 2025. Out of the 9.4 million metric tons, 85,180 are plastic materials which mostly end up buried 58.7% or burned 37.2%. In addition to the high cost generated by these two methods of waste processing, 705 and 511 yuan per ton respectively, As reports notes, the World of China's 2020 investigation also reported on increased cancer cases and livestock deaths in a Jiangsu village near an incinerator, where high levels of airborne dioxins are documented. From Consumers' Needs to Consumers' Hands no business would be so dumb as to bend themselves backward to overpackage, If a consumer didn't need it, to some extent, Zhang Chen, the strategic advisor of si Xi Packaging Design, tells the world of Chinese, the Xi'an-based startup has been designing innovative packaging for growing businesses since the end of 2017, with the goal of increasing product sales. Ambrosial's New Yogurt, for example, has seen over 6,000 sales monthly on e-commerce platform Tmall. A 22-year-old woman in Xianing, Hubei province, who asks to be identified as Xu Zhenzhen, finds the new packaging adorable, albeit slightly wasteful. If it comes at the same price as Ambrosio's old packaging, I would definitely buy this new one, she says naming price, appearance, and quality as the major factors that inform her purchasing decisions. Product safety concerns also contribute to overpackaging. E-commerce business interviewed by Greenpeace noted that viral videos of violent package sorting on social media showing delivery workers casually throwing packages around at the warehouse have contributed to the mindset from both businesses and consumers that packaging in layers is necessary to keep products safe. Delivery workers often take liberty to add even more protections. A package sorter named Sheng told People's Daily in August 2021 that he usually smothers expensive and fragile items in layers of foam, paper, boxes, tape, or even wooden frames to avoid having to pay fines of hundreds of yuan for broken products. The delivery workers only make a few yuan or even less out of one package. There's no way we can afford the fine, says Sheng. Similar concerns rise in food takeout delivery, as a dish's journey from restaurant to consumer's hands is fraught with opportunities for damage and contamination, including malicious tampering. With the pandemic still around, careful packaging is necessary to put customers at ease when they eat, a breakfast shop owner surnamed Li in Beijing told Workers Daily in 2020. Staples and cellophane wraps are musts. Spilled soups or broken containers could lead to bad reviews, which would be fatal to a family-owned restaurant. Wang Kejing who heads the Plastic Reduction Program at Greenstone Environmental Protection Center, a Nanjing-based grassroots organization, is trying to allay food safety concerns by convincing deli businesses that less packaging is actually more hygienic. Uh, We educate milk tea shops around how bacteria grows in drinks that sit out for too long, and train employees to advise customers to open the drink on the spot, for the best experience, instead of packing it with an extra plastic bag. While food industry and delivery systems layer up plastic for the sake of protection, consumer product companies resort to piling up materials to create what they believe to be a good experience, or class, laments Sixi's founder, Nifei, citing the ornate boxes of mooncakes he received from relatives, friends, and acquaintances around Mid-Autumn Festival. The government is trying to limit how far packaging can go. The SAMR's updated national standards spell out restrictions on layers of packaging that a product may have, three for most food and four for other products. The ratio of empty spaces to container and the cost of packaging no more than 20% of the retail price of the product, offer a two-year transition period. Substandard products will be forbidden from being manufactured or sold. The Continued Life of Packaging But mandatory standards are just the start, believes Chang Xinjie, China's national vice chair of the European Chamber's Environment Working Group. How do we encourage good packaging and punish bad ones? He points out. Packaging that does meet the standard might still create environmental risks and waste resources if not recycled well. Who should be responsible for the associated cost? Tanyao, the express delivery courier under Alibaba, one of China's leading e-commerce companies, is working to cut down delivery packaging. In addition to collaborating with businesses, promoting specially designed tapeless boxes, setting aside a green market section featuring green products, including ones that do not come with additional delivery packaging, Cai Niao has consolidated the five information slips that it uses to attach to package down to one sheet only. Just this one move helps reduce our carbon footprint by hundreds of thousands of metric tons a year. Wang Haosu, head of Cai Niao's Green Initiative, boasts in an interview with the world of Chinese. Starting in 2017, Cai Niao has also been trying to create an internal system to reuse cardboard delivery boxes, with all Cai Niao delivery stations around the country, about 100,000, accepting box returns. During Alibaba's Singles Day, China's biggest online shopping event of the year, on November 11th, 2021, the company offered a carton of fresh eggs to every customer who brought in four used boxes. According to a report released on Lia Yunwang, an Alibaba-based startup service company, this campaign drew 4.8 million participants, combined with its other green initiatives, Tsai claims to have cut its carbon footprint by 53,000 metric tons from November 1st to the 14th, 2021. The report, however, does not disclose Tsai total carbon footprint throughout Singles Day, while the State Postal Bureau registered a record-setting 4.8 billion packages delivered over the period from November 1st to November 11th that year. Despite initiatives like canyaos that give some packaging immediate second life, most packaging materials find themselves in community sorting stations after they leave consumers' hands. Testing for community trash sorting in China started in 2000, and by December 2020, 46 cities had set up a basic trash sorting system in 86.6% of their communities, According to the Ministry of Housing and Urban Rural Development. These include Beijing, Shanghai, Guangzhou, but also non major cities like Tongling in Anhui Province and Shigatse in Tibet's Autonomous Region. Among them, Shanghai's well publicized program has become the poster child of community sorting in China and saw 57.7% growth in the daily average amount of recyclables collected citywide in 2020. Liu Chao, a middle-aged volunteer at a community waste station in Beijing's Twin area, tells the World of Chinese he deals with 40 to 50 bins of trash a day, resorting misplaced waste and keeping the station clean. Plenty to keep him and his wife busy from early morning to 7 or 8 p.m. It's impossible for me to correct everything, he concludes, as he rescues a cardboard box from the depths of a black bin meant for other trash. Selling these recyclables to a waste collector gives him an additional income of 40 to 50 yuan a day. These collectors, often seen pedaling their tricycles with plastic bottles, foam boxes, or flattened cardboard boxes piled high like wobbling skyscrapers, scavenge for these recyclables or buy them from residents, often retirees who make a hobby out of collecting, and then sell to recycled companies, often based in villages on the outskirts of the city. Domestic waste from different neighborhoods, as well as specialized waste, such as used electronics, usually converge here and are further sorted by manual labor into different waste categories, such as paper, metals, and e-waste for sale into various industries. According to Chang, the reliance on these informal collectors is an important factor setting China's recycling system apart from that of Europe, which is more standardized and centralized. The waste sorting process is the link in the recycling procedure that Chang, also serving as vice president working on circular economy at Norwegian company Tomro Group, hopes to tap into. Technologies, such as Tomra's optical sorting machines, can detect and separate different materials early in the recycling process. If we can pick out more plastics from other trash, we can funnel more of them into regeneration and reuse instead of to landfills and incinerators. Chang believes that the existing technology is mature enough that, with better implementations, under the help of legislation, we should be able to solve about 80-90% to of the plastic recycling problems we face right now. Full-cycle problems need full-cycle solutions. Li Bin, a professor researching circular economy at Donghua University in Shanghai, believes each part of the recycling process should find a way to talk with one another rather than tackle their own weakness. Issues at the recycling step need to be communicated back to the design and production of packaging, while companies have an urgent need to communicate to consumers, letting them know packaging can be recycled instead of becoming trash, Lee explains. The Green Recycling Plastic Supply Chain Joint Working Group, an industrial chain collaboration platform Lee co-founded, established a 2E design, certification for packaging, easy to collect, easy to regenerate, that companies can print on packaging that meets the standards. Laundry detergent brand Libby, for example, upgraded its two-material soft plastic packaging into a single-material one, earning it the first 2E certification in China. This allows it to print a logo shaped like the Chinese character Hoi return on the product, Leading takeout delivery company Meituan is also planning to push businesses on its platform to adopt 2E-certified plastic food containers. The problem, I think, is not over-packaging, but misguided packaging. Sushi's Ni says from the perspective of design, the expansion of high quality can be achieved through alternative ways, like text or visual language. However, business especially small to medium-sized operations don't always find green initiatives easy. Chinese companies tend to be strict on cost control. When we promote the 2E certification, many businesses are unwilling to adopt because they're looking at extra costs, Li reflects. But he thinks it won't stay like this forever as companies will grow to realize that they lose overproduction cost, they gain through what we call intangible benefits, be it through their ESG, environmental, social, and governance, or something else. Alice Chen emphasizes the bottom-up role of consumers. Your money is your vote. I don't want my money to go to businesses that create overpackaging, she says. But she only ordered takeout delivery once since her return to China last July and her friends celebrate her birthday with second-hand items as gifts. Chen recognizes, however, that she does not represent China's mainstream consumers. Xu Zhenzhen, for example, finds it hard to keep sustainability in mind. It just doesn't come up, she says. Slogans like clear waters and green mountains or care for flowers and grass are everywhere in the streets. But when you see them so often, you stop really caring. Greenstone's Wong suggests that the public messaging for government at NGOs often try to portray sustainability as good rather than cool and wonders if politically correct messaging might antagonize people. Personally, if you tell me something is good without completely convincing me, I won't want to do it, she says. Like we say, vegetables are good for you, but still don't want to eat them. You've been listening to Package Deal. Excess packaging creates millions of tons of waste each year. What can China do about this problem? Narrator's note. Please find the article Package Deal in the World of Chinese with very humorous illustrations, a photographic example of violent package sorting, an example of mooncake packaging during mid-autumn festival, and of course, an example of the Greek yogurt packaging mentioned at the beginning of the article. Text by Chu Si, published in the World of Chinese, read to you by Cliff Larson.